This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm so happy it hurts. Well, I'm sure a whole lot of our listeners heard that uh, last weekend. Of course, Brian Adams' uh, latest big hit, So Happy It Hurts. He came to Dubai and he conquered the Coca-Cola arena and the man who brought him here joins us right now from All Things Live, Thomas Overson. I'm hearing great things about the gig. How was it for you? It was amazing. That was one of the ones uh, you shouldn't have uh, missed out on. <laughs> I know, but I was kind of, you know, I, I, in fact, I want to highlight this. Last weekend, there was so much going on. I mean, you were sold out of the Coca-Cola arena. There was uh, a big gig going on at the Irish Village, the loaded gig. And a man who I've longed to go and see and had never seen, um, Nile Rogers was in town. Yeah. I mean, c- hats off to all you promoters bringing us so much and great entertainment. A, a couple of more events. I think there was a big show in... Media City Amphitheatre yeah. that Soho Gardens had on as well. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and, you know, hats off to you guys for doing it. But Brian Adams apparently was an absolute, the biggest hit of the weekend, I No, think. It, was, it was fantastic. show had been sold out two months in advance, which is very unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did more than two hours, which is incredible. Yeah. And it was fantastic. What do you put that down to? Sold, you know, a very quickly sold out. Because he has been here. Uh, several times before, of course, he got this new album out. But, I mean, to sell out that quick... Yeah, it, it wouldn't have been the new album that sold the tickets. I think it went on sale before summer. Yeah. So I think people were just looking towards autumn, thinking this is one of those events where we'll have a great time. Ticket price is very reasonable. Mm-hmm. We started out at 199 uh, DMs, right? So I think people just thought this is this is definitely one not to miss. And... So it didn't sell out immediately, but but it was sold out two months before the show, which is great. Yeah, do you get a gut feeling when you know something's going to go? You've been in this business now a long, long time, and uh, I'm sure you know what you're doing. Yeah, the scary thing is when you get it wrong, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> in this case, I got it wrong to the right side, if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the scary thing is how, how wrong you can get it. We, we had him here in 2017. He did 8,000 tickets. It was the biggest show yet he'd done in, in the market. And honestly, I would have thought um, he, he, we would have been lucky if he could mm. do that or perhaps that. even a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. yeah. So very surprised, very, very positively surprised. And it's all down to him, of course. His music so strong. And as I say, I think people were looking for that reminiscence and guarantee of a great night out. Mm. I mean, you've done it twice in a row now, haven't you? Sold out um, the Coca-Cola Arena because you did it with 50 Cent as well. That's right. And, and with a couple of shows having moved in the meantime to uh, yeah. to make that uh, track record look better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not every show that we put on that necessarily mm. will be a, a sellout, but you're right, 50 Cent last year was a sellout as well. And then, obviously, um, because of, of the current situations we had, uh, Kiss uh, having to cancel, mm. and mm. we've um, worked with uh, both Carlit and, and Macklemore to postpone their dates, and Carlit has announced a new date, Next year, and Macklemore will uh, confirm his new date uh, within the next week or so. Yeah. But, of course, the, the absolutely huge news. I woke up to this one and thought, wow, this is going to be big. Just dancing with my eyes closed. Because everywhere I look, I still see you. 
Johnson. Now, if anybody knows how to ride a hit, it's it's Ed Sheeran. I kind of think of him as the Elton John of this generation. He can just absolutely turn out a hit every... I mean, two albums so far this year, and, you know, probably more in the, in the yeah. can as well. What an incredible talent, Thomas. Incredible, and, and one tour um, more or less leads to the next. It's hard to know where the last album tour stopped yeah. and, and the current <laughs> one started, right? So... Yeah, we've um, we had him here again in 2017. Yeah, sold uh, sold out that show, thirty thousand tickets, um, and then back. I mean, there's so many things to say about the shows that are coming in January. Um, a production 360 degrees in the round with a revolving stage, never seen before in the Middle East. This is the show that you would have seen in YouTube clips, etc., mm, from mm. from its year and shows around mm. the world. It's just going to be incredible. And we have two nights back-to-back. A seven stadium will be packed to the rafters, I'm sure. What you're and looking then, at numbers-wise I mean, it, it, across the two shows, we have more than 60,000 capacity. Wow. Um, and he has the full live band, um, which is the first time... Uh, yeah, because normally he tour on his own with yeah. his kind of little workstation. Yeah. And, uh, and, and even though it wasn't needed for the ticket sale, he's bringing an incredible support artist, Callum Scott. So it's just going to be uh, fantastic. And and uh, he, like you said, he has so much fantastic music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of emphasis now, isn't there, on these uh, stages. I know you two have recently been performing in this, what they call the sphere. The sphere. Yeah. The, sphere and every, the whole world's talking about it. And definitely this one is up there with it, I think. You know, um, a very unique way of seeing Ed Sheeran. So will the, will the audience surround this, this yeah, so round the stage? The idea is that everyone is a VIP, I guess. <laughs> Although we don't call it that because it is very particular about the ticket prices and that you're not really going... No one, just because they have access to money, should be able to buy a significantly better experience than, than mm. anyone else. So that night, everyone is a super fan, I guess, even though it's a large capacity because the stage is right in the middle and the standing crowd and the seats are all surrounding the the stage. So it, it's, it's going to be a phenomenal evening. The stage uh, re- revolves. Uh, he moves around. And as I said, he has a full live band as well. So, I mean, logistics of get, getting a, a gig this big to, to Dubai, just, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you've, you know, you've got people working for you that handle all that. But just give me some rough idea as to when we will start planning this gig, assembling this stage. I mean, this has been, it's more than a year ago we started working on this, just working out um, what venues in the UAE we could put the show in. Yeah. And then working out what venue would be the best with all the different things that you need to consider from accessibility and how fans will, uh, what their experience would be on the night. Um, do we do one show of, of what capacity or two shows? What's the limit for where fans will, regardless of where they're seated or standing, will have a great experience? What's his schedule like? Can we mm. can we count on him for, for two days? How is he moving this massive production around? What do we have to do locally? We're producing a lot of the production locally, and it's bespoke because of the uniqueness of, of the course, 360 yeah. production. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things, and and many people way smarter than me working on on all of that. But it is a it is a mega feat, and it it is uh, you know one of the two or three biggest touring artists in the world. So mm. um, we were very lucky to get two shows here. He's playing a, a smaller 
in the end, uh, as it's called, sort of conventional concert in yeah. Bahrain prior. Yeah. But these are the only shows in the entire region. Um, so it's a very big scoop for Dubai and for the UAE to to have two of, of the big production shows. Yeah, and I don't know many people smarter than you, Tom. <laughs> so okay. I'd say. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I mean, what's he like as a guy? You've worked with him before. Yeah. Um, t- tell me about working with Ed Sheeran. Very, very easygoing, very focused on the production side of things, wanting to make sure yeah. the show is fantastic. Yeah. And then he looks after his entire team. Um, very important for him that everyone stays together, that if there's a celebration, it's not just his uh, party. And for, for big uh, tours like this, you have mm. A party and B party and C party oh, because right, right. there's hundreds of people traveling. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to him, it's like everyone is one group and, and they do everything together. So it, it, it feels very different from many of... Uh, of the other very big artists uh, that are out on the on the road right now. Yeah, I mean there was a great documentary about uh, Ed Sheeran on that on Netflix not too long ago, and uh, you know it, it it focused on a, a part of his life where he was going through some difficult things. His wife uh, wasn't very well. He lost his best friend, and you know it was a real kind of in-depth look at him. And I, I always remember one scene where he said, you know, if you'd looked at my school class. I was the lad with ginger hair, big glasses. I was the last person that he was going to say was going to be an international pop star in in that class. And he's very humble that way, isn't yeah. he? He's still kept his feet on the ground. I think that's what everyone likes as well. Uh, this this um, aspiration that everyone have to succeed and and do well. And and he shows you that uh, uh, despite adversity and whatever yep, yep, yep. everyone can do it right obviously he's extremely talented <laughs> so um but but he also has some sort of a drive i guess that uh, and and then he's just so great at um putting a song together whether it's for himself or for mm, others for other people yeah and he'll still connect i mean you know there's there's videos of him in people's houses on on their keyboards like writing yeah. songs and also you know crashing a wedding and uh, playing something from his new album for the bride and groom who just dropped from yeah. the floor he's he's open to doing stuff another one he's on um, some uh, steps I think of a library in his hometown and he just gets his guitar out gets up there and gives the people yeah. a free concert and he can connect with his yeah. audience completely no, very true obviously I want everyone to go to the shows but we know as well when he come here for, for several days that no doubt he'll want to do stuff yes. <laughs> He's, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't sit around. No, we're going to come back and find out how we can get in uh, the ticket queue for uh, Ed Sheeran when we come back. This is the night shift with Mark Lloyd on Dubai Eye One Hundred Three Point Eight, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Welcome back. We are doing our mathematics on the show today with the mathematics tour of Ed Sheeran coming to the city of Dubai. Thomas Overson from All Things Live is with us to tell us um, all about it. Uh, two gigs happening on Friday, the nineteenth of January, and Saturday, uh, the twentieth of January. Let's talk tickets and how we can get uh, in in the queue. For I'm sure they're going to be flying like, like hotcakes. Yeah, right. Right now we are um, accepting registrations for the pre-sale. So, uh, and throughout the period leading up to the events, itsheerandxp.com will be the focal point. So right now you can go to that website, register, um, and that means that when the pre-sale starts tomorrow Thursday at 10 a.m. Dubai time, you will get a link and you will have 24 hours 
to avail of the pre-sale. Whatever is left after the pre-sale will go into the general on-sale starting Friday morning at 10 a.m. Wow. Are you expecting as big an uptake as you had for Brian Adams, if not bigger? Yeah, this this would be uh, four or five times as big as Brian Adams. Um, fingers crossed. Um, we have had uh, so far registrations several times more than what we had last time when he was here, mm-hmm. which was record-breaking. I don't know how that's going to translate into sales and whatever, but it shows an interest that's, of course, on par with what a great artist he is. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm very comf- comfortable that uh, we'll get the sales that justify us deciding together with the Dubai calendar that we should have two shows in Dubai yeah. and not just one. Yeah, he's one of the biggest artists in the world now. There's Absolutely. no two. He's up there with the, the U2s and Elton John's. Now, I, I just want to move on. We'll come back to uh, Ed. But uh, you mentioned that uh, there's a rescheduled date for Khalid. Yeah, that's now March 3 Yeah, um, next year. Mm-hmm. So anyone that uh, had bought a ticket for the initial date for, for Khalid can hang on to it. It's valid for the new date. And if someone is unable to attend, they can reach out to the point of sales and get a, get a refund for their ticket. So you're still thinking of me Just like I know you should I cannot give you everything You know I wish I could I'm so high at the moment I'm so caught up in As Khalid's uh, big hit, of course, Young, Dumb and Broke. Um, I'm probably old, Dumb and Broke. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, a, a different audience, a different demographic, I'm sure will we'll, um, well, go uh, to this concert. Khalid uh, uh, participated in some of its shows uh, on early on the tour, so uh, yeah. there's a bit of a link there, but uh, he's a fantastic uh, artist. Yeah, he obviously likes to, um, you know, have guests. Famously, Eminem, of course, has performed with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, on uh, on this tour, um, yeah, amongst others, but he's probably the biggest, and obviously that caused a lot of um, lot of uh, fan uh, commotion. But I think people just like him because he's an he's a musician's musician. Yeah, because yeah. he's uh, such a clever uh, artist, writes great uh, lyrics, and and obviously probably the the first artist that sort of globally worked the pedals the way he does and. Uh, put his set together uh, the, the way he does and I think that appeals to a lot of artists he's easy to work with because yeah. he, he writes music in the different segments urban, pop, rock Yeah, yeah. and he, he's famously said that he was a massive fan of Eminem when he, yeah. when he was growing up um, I just want to find out a little bit you, uh, about you Thomas just before I let you go um, I mean I've interviewed you loads of times but I don't know what kind of music you were into what, what, what's kind of your genre yeah I mean being a concert promoter you have to kind of appreciate everything but you know yeah. when Thomas sits down at home what, what albums does he put on I'm, I'm from the early 70s so I guess when I sort of started listening to music in my teens it was uh, where I lived in Copenhagen it was uh, sort of hard rock yeah. I guess and um, and rap actually I like that as well Really? It depends. I had different friends. There was the guys I played football with, like one music, and then there was uh, um, the the kids from school listened to something else. Kind of, I I I had a very diverse sort of music uh, taste, but I I liked rock. But funny enough, I haven't 
promoted an awful lot of that. Um, but um, I would say I listen to anything. Yeah. It's I can I can I can promote uh, anything, and I honestly I have a great respect for good musicians. So I um, it's also great to uh, come across music that you probably wouldn't have chosen yourself, and mm-hmm. then you realize it's fantastic. Yeah. And finally, I want to ask you, you used to be an air traffic controller. Yeah. Uh, what's the most stressful, being an air traffic controller or a concert promoter? <laughs> oh, the grass is always green on the other <laughs> side, right? Now I look back at those amazing shifts where over eight hours you would work three or four hours, have long breaks, and as long as the squares didn't touch each other on the radar, <laughs> everything okay. was great. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, no, I think that, that it, it is scary when you know that people's mm. lives are at stake hopefully with concert promotions it's yeah. about creating happiness and and uh, that but, must be but, the best part of your job watching oh, people leave oh, with smiles on the face absolutely. and flying out of a gig yeah that's 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 uh, you you can't um, you can't get anything better than that no. okay finally one more time if we want tickets for Ed Sheeran what do we need to do go to edsheerandxb.com and register for the pre-sale or if you miss that from friday morning 10 o'clock to buy time Go to Etzion DXB to get your tickets or platinumlist.net for your tickets. Well, Thomas, um, on behalf of everyone, I want to thank you for uh, bringing us such fantastic entertainment to the city of Dubai. That's Thomas Overson from All Things Live. Thanks so much. Thank you. When your legs don't work like they used to before And I can't sweep you off of your feet Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Darling, I will be loving you till we're 70 Baby, my heart could still fall as hard at 23 to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.